Hello everybody and welcome to our second episode of Learning Through Play. Today's episode is titled Self-Regulated Learning. In the last episode, I spoke about the fear of failure. That us as parents want to prevent a failed childhood in case they fail as adults. Let's remember that failure is a part of life. Failure produces life lessons, perseverance and strive. This fear of failure from Hull's drive theory has evolved by researchers into the drive to strive theory from the 21st century. Now we're going to use that drive to strive in self-regulated and self-motivating learning. Because ultimately, we want our kids to learn without us motivating them. They need to self-motivate. And this is how. Self-regulated learning theory is made up of three points. Firstly, the metacognitive awareness, which is what I've spoken about in the drive to strive theory, which is for successful learning. Secondly, now that we have an awareness of why we want our kids to be successful, we start looking at strategies for learners, for example, using play in a different way. Maybe your child needs hands-on kinesthetic learning, or maybe your child needs to learn uh, through nature. We'll go through multiple intelligences in episode four. The final main point is motivational control, which is using goal setting as well as positive self-efficacy beliefs. Self-efficacy is confidence. Confidence to learn, confidence to complete a task or an assignment, confidence to strike up a conversation or ask a question. Self-efficacy is confidence in learning in all ages and stages. of our metacognitive thinking, which is the first of the three self-regulated points, let's look at strategies for learning through play. I like to think of this as the business advertising of play, making things look appealing for play, like having a tea party set up in home corner to encourage role play. It's marketing for our kids, which leads into the third main point of self-regulated theory, that is motivational control. Setting learning goals and keeping things positive will build learning confidence. Have you ever had a child say, oh, I can't, or I'm not good at that? That's self-efficacy. I find low self-efficacy can be exhausting as a parent or educator to motivate a child to have confidence with writing a story or puzzles or climbing or riding a bike. The best way to support self-regulated learning is to talk about their goals and make it positive. That's our third point in the self-regulated learning, using words of encouragement or writing down a goal and strategizing how we'll get there. You want to learn to ride a bike? How long will it take to ride that bike? How long do you need? What would be the first thing that you need to learn, like balance or doing that before pedals. Every time they attempt something difficult, don't say, well done. Say, I saw you use your bike to balance. Well done. That will build their self-efficacy cup. They will build more confidence to do tasks on their own and independent learning creates imagination and critical thinking. If your child is avoiding a task, market it, make it appealing. 
ask them, why don't you like puzzles? Metacognitive thinking. Would you like to try the dinosaur puzzle instead? That's strategizing. Wow, you can turn pieces to fit inside the puzzle. That's really hard. And you're really good at that. Motivational control. Eventually at school, this self-regulated learning and building self-efficacy will have a flow-on effect into science, mathematics, creative learning, whatever they might want to avoid. task you avoid why do you avoid it is painting at home something you avoid with kids because of the cleanup or do you hate the sandpit because of the way it feels between your toes would you avoid it with your kids what do you avoid and why do you avoid it and now think about how you can gradually work on it strategize so it builds skills in confidence in your child motivational control for example, I hate baking with kids. Hate, hate, hate it. Before I had kids, it was a skill I enjoyed and I found it relaxing. With kids, however, it is chaos. Fighting, mess, and sometimes it takes three times as long. But my daughter loves it. I avoided doing baking wherever I had the chance until one day I realised I would have to make a strategy to build a skill in her that she was motivated in. So I dedicated each Wednesday morning for baking. Some weeks it's just a packet mix because it's quicker and more convenient for me. Other weeks it's pikelets or play-doh. She gets her cup filled and gradually over time she's less messy and now actually helpful. I actually enjoy spending time with her baking and over a few months it's pleasant having her help me. Now my quality time cup gets filled and I'm not avoiding it and instead enjoying it. Let's remember we all avoid tasks. Whatever we avoid, let's ask ourselves why we avoid it. How can we strategize to overcome it? And what goal will I get to strive for it? Play podcast is a byproduct of our Baby Brain Connections business. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook or visit our website at babybrainconnections.com. My hope is to create a community of parents and educators who want to better understand the metacognitive reasonings behind play. Thank you for listening and supporting our Learning Through Play weekly podcast. <laughs>